0: Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to a very special interview episode on Hot Healthy Never Hungry. Today we're joined by Hot and Healthy member Emily, who actually joined us last year on Black Friday in the membership. A year has gone by, so much has happened. She's officially 20 pounds down, but don't get it twisted, guys. This did not come easy to Emily. It never comes easy. We we always spit the truth over here. What's really incredible is Emily joined and she's gonna share her entire story with you guys. But when she joined, she was watching the videos, reading the content, doing the work, but it just really wasn't clicking. She would rewatch the videos and it still wasn't clicking. And she almost became, dare I say, jealous and just viewed other people's successes like they just must be different. They, They are not relatable. But in reality, what was really holding her back wasn't the information. It was actually her mindset not being aligned and right and she ended up actually quitting before she even saw results. She put a total pin in her weight loss goals was like, I'm going to enjoy the holidays, this is not going to happen. She came back, did some internal work, and a couple months later, nothing had changed. She took everything from the program, and the difference is she started doing it and actually grasping what it meant to be healthy and balanced and go out to eat and fit in fun, but also prioritize yourself. All the things that she is going to show you in today's episode. Emily is now 20 pounds down. She's entering maintenance. She joined Maintenista, and I know going into 2024, you guys are going to eat this episode up and more. I'm so excited. Welcome, Emily. Welcome to Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry, a podcast dedicated to changing the way women eat to lose weight so they can feel their hottest. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, former fad dieter turned registered dietitian. Each week, I'll share all of my favorite healthy eating tips and swaps, help you through frustrations on your journey, and show you the science behind losing weight. Hot Healthy Never Hungry is here to make weight loss simple, fun, and easy to stick to for life. My first thought, Emily, is going back to, okay, you sign up, I've assumed done other things before, this goal is important for you, and it sounds like your mindset, correct me if I'm wrong, was just in a tough place. It sounds like your mindset evolved, but the beginning mindset that you had, can you kind of describe what happened when you joined and where your mindset was at before you obviously transitioned your mindset, reframed things and were able to do what you needed to do? Like when you first began and like were so stuck, what was your mindset like at the time?
1: Yeah. So I think I signed up. I want to say it was for your Black Friday sale last year. And so I was like, you know what?
0: Literally a year ago. That's so crazy.
1: Yeah, I know. It brought me back. It was so funny. I saw the everything you've been posting about it. I was like, oh, this is when I signed up, actually. So I'd signed up. I was like, you know what? I'm getting a great deal. Like I'm investing in this. So of course it's going to work because if I put my money behind it, then I'm more motivated to do it. But it is Black Friday. So we just had Thanksgiving. We had Christmas coming up and all the fun things to do between in the month of December to celebrate the holidays. And I really saw it as being deprived of not being able to do all the fun things that I wanted and not being able to eat the Christmas cookies and not being able to enjoy the time with my family because it all revolves around food. And that just really had me very discouraged. And I would track for a week, track my calories and be quote unquote good. And then the weekend would come up and we'd want to go to the Christmas pop up bar and enjoy the spiked hot chocolates and just really get discouraged because I'm like, well, this isn't working. But if I do what's going to work, I'm not going to get to do what I want and do all the fun things, which is not what TSN is about at all. But it just wasn't clicking for me no matter how many times I watched the videos. Of course, I follow you on Instagram. I watched all your stories. I listened to your podcast. And I was like, well, these girls just aren't relatable because they don't understand. This is how I spend my time. And this is what I want to do. But that didn't align to my weight loss goals. And I just saw it as a complete conflict of interest. I couldn't lose weight and still have fun, even though that's the whole message behind TSN.
0: Oh, my gosh. I mean, like, Even seeing other people, you literally took the words out of my mouth before I could even say them to you, Emily. I was gonna ask like when you see other people doing it, because that's a big struggle when you're not seeing success, feeling really stuck and you see other people seeing success and you're like trying to validate, well, they just must be different. They must be okay never having a Christmas cookie, never going to snowman expedition and getting a hot chocolate that's spiked with something fun for the holidays. Like They just must never ever go out to eat must always eat everything at home. And we have this like perception and like we're creating this whole like identity around the story when in reality, it's hard to accept the fact that you can do it at the same time. So when you would see other people sharing that, oh, yeah, I'm having fun and I'm losing weight when it wasn't clicking for you. I mean, be very blunt and honest. What was your gut reaction to that? What were the emotions that you were feeling at that
1: time? Honestly, I was jealous because I was like, that's what I want, but why can't I make it work for me? And I'm one of your shorter members. I'm only five one. So my calorie budget was a little bit low. Love my five-one babes. <laughs> and I was just like, well, they taller than me, so or they might be more active than me. So they must get more calories so they can make it work. But just with my calorie range, it's not going to work for me. Like I could not convince myself otherwise. I was very, very just unmotivated to really put in the work, I guess, and to really understand that it can all fit. But I saw my number and I just thought, you know what, nope, that's not gonna work for me. That I can't make anything work with that number. It's
0: like you were defeated before you began. You lost the competition, not that it's a competition, but like you lost the competition of you trying to lose weight, like you versus you before you even began. Mm-hmm. You were going to fail because winning wasn't even an option in your mind. It was not even an option. It wasn't a possibility. And I mean, I'm sitting here hearing you say that and I'm like, that's fucking depressing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To feel like you are literally broken and there's nothing you can do
1: unless you decide like, I want to be restricted for the rest of my life. Exactly. Yeah. And so of course it's the holidays. I don't want to feel like that. So I pretty much just shut out TSN completely. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to track calories. I'm not going to look at the program. I just I need a break. I need a rest. This isn't where I want to focus my time and energy on. So I made it through the holidays, just kind of doing whatever I wanted, honestly, and not not really focusing on weight loss. What does that mean, Emily? It means more eating whatever I wanted, I guess I should say. So not really focusing on weight loss though, because I was like, you know what? It's just gonna bring me down and that's not what I want right now. And it sounds like losing weight was important to you but it
0: wasn't as important as enjoying the holidays. And I would even say not just the holidays. I am sure if if it wasn't the holidays, I'm sure the same reaction would have happened because in summer it's happy hours, beautiful weather in, in Georgia, being able to go to the pool, soaking up the sun. And, and then it's spring, it's like, oh, well, the weather's turning warmer. There's baseball games you're going to and, you know, things. There's always something. So I'm sure what probably was going through your mind, the holidays, that's the reason why you have to be able to have fun. But I'm sure that same kind of reaction would have happened if it was another time of
1: year, because there's always something, right? There's always something you don't want to feel deprived from. At least I feel that way. Exactly. Yeah. No, and I totally felt that way as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So when you decided to enjoy the holidays, at that point, what happened to your weight loss goals? You put them to the side. You still obviously deep down wanted to lose weight, but you were like, I'm not willing to sacrifice my mental health, my sanity, and my enjoyment of food to be able to lose weight. So what happened next with your weight? Did you gain weight? Did you just kind of stay the same? What kind of happened there?
1: At this point, I just kind of stayed the same. Like I said, I wasn't thinking about it. I probably put on a few pounds, honestly, but not really checking in with the scale. And just, like I said, just completely shutting that part out of my mind. And I was just bound and determined not to think about it. So I went through, of course, made it through the holidays. And then into January and February, I was still not really thinking about it. But in the back of my mind, it's like, all right, this is something I want to do, but not really putting much thought. Yeah. And would you say at that time, because I'm sure a lot
0: of women might be wondering this too, at that time, did you still want to lose weight even though you shut out your weight loss goals? And what I mean by that is you were accepting of your body during that time. I really just care about food, my enjoyment and my social life a little bit more than weight loss right now. But during that time when you weren't weighing yourself, I guess what I'm trying to ask, were you confident in yourself? Did you struggle with your body image during that time? And I ask that specifically because for many women, when they've like, quote unquote, felt like they failed the diet or they like give up on something because it's not going to work. There's kind of two things that happen. They either, you know what, I rather just be heavier because at least I get to enjoy food. That's one mindset. Or this other mindset is it almost the body confidence gets worse. If you have less confident, you get more insecure
1: because, okay, I failed this and now I'm eating my feelings with food. Yeah. So I think on the day-to-day basis, I was fairly confident. I didn't really think much about it. Of course, there'd be the occasional picture from the worst angle ever that got posted to Instagram where you, you're like, oh, okay, you know, it would kind of bring back. It. You're like, remove tag. Exactly. Yeah. But day to day, I don't really think it affected my confidence. While it was in the back of my mind, I was like, it really wasn't what I saw as a problem. But I knew it was definitely something that I could work towards. Absolutely. And when you got to the place where you did want to restart,
0: quote unquote, this journey, before you even talk about what changed this time around, I'm just honestly curious what made you from a place of your weight didn't bother you that much. I know that sounds strange to say, but like there has to be a will change. You can like to look at this is a horrible example, guys, like a six pack. But me looking at a six pack is not enough for me to eat what have a six pack. I love food, so there has to be enough reason and like your confidence or for a health reason for you to actually truly change your lifestyle. So what were some of those reasons for you that you hit that moment of like, okay, enough is enough?
1: Yeah, I think actually stepping back onto the scale, I, it was the reality check that I needed. Like I said, I'd kind of put it all, and I knew what was around normal for me. And over time, that normal had just kind of crept up and crept up and crept up. There was no really sudden weight gain. It was just a little bit here and there. And it just got to the point where I decided I'm going to do something about that. And I think it was probably around March where I decided to take it seriously and actually put in the effort. I don't think I had a lot going on at the moment, so it seemed easiest time to do it. I know we said there's no right time, but for me, you know, what? I don't have a whole lot going on this month. Let's just start tracking calories and see where I'm at. I used the TSN calorie tracker. I'd watched the webinar again, kicked off. That and just really thought through, you know, if this is something I want to do, this is something I have to be serious about. And I just started tracking calories. And at this point, I hadn't really changed much of what I was eating in the way of actually going out and thinking through, okay, what does a balanced plate look like? It was more so just, what do I want to eat? How does that fit into my calories? So that's kind of where I started initially with my weight loss journey. And then, of course, it evolved along the way. But It was just honestly a matter of convenience and I just felt like it was time and I was like, you know what, it's time for a change, so let's do something about it.
0: Yeah, and obviously the million-dollar question is when you did this before, you felt restricted and it didn't work and it led you to giving up. This time around, I mean, now 20 pounds down, I mean, good gosh, like very different outcomes here, right? We go from doing something, not losing a pound, quitting and enjoying the holidays, F it, like this doesn't matter. To we start over again, like something so deep inside of you had to have shift. and it wasn't just okay what you were doing. Because I actually don't believe when you first started this all, it was never about what you were doing. I mean, yes, it is right your habits have to change, but like it was actually about your relationship to what you were doing. So, what shifted for you to be able to not just begin this and do what you just described, but be able to have it actually click
1: for you? What was different this time around? So one thing I did was actually go ahead and add in more exercise. I know we always say food first, exercise second around here. But the first time I said, my calorie budget just felt way too restrictive. And it was just a mental block for me to wrap my mind around, okay, this is where I need to be eating. And I knew if I added in more exercise, then my calories would go up a little bit. And just having even that 100 or 200 calorie addition really made me feel more confident and really made me feel that was more doable than what i had before i'm work a 9 to 5 office job so i'm sitting every day but just trying to get out and go on our hot girl walks or i started incorporating exercising before work and just really starting the morning off right and having that exercise there helped me stay consistent because i genuinely do enjoy exercising and strength training and i knew that was just one part, one very small part of my goal and that the nutrition was the other major part to get me to my goal. So I figured if I could start one habit, then the other one would fall into place. So once I started exercising, I got a little more calories in my budget. Everything started really just to click after that. I love that. And must I add into with
0: exercise, it's definitely as much as I say food first, exercise second. I know personally for myself, when I'm exercising consistently, I feel better. My mental health is way better managed, guys. Plus, there is this thing that all dietitians typically agree on, especially in my private practice, at least, where when you're exercising, it has this domino effect on your food choices throughout the day. And yes, you can lose weight without exercising. Yes, your calorie budget is going to be lower. Yes, you could gain weight while exercising. That's why we focus on, like obviously, whatever your exercise patterns are. You have to nail down that budget. But I think what I'm hearing in your story, too, with the exercise is... Yes, it allowed your budget to be bigger, but it also was this way for you to show up for yourself every day. And I view exercise as that reminder of, hey, my goals are important to me. I'm working on my fitness. And what always happens to me is when I exercise consistently, it makes me more motivated to get my diet right. I know for some people it doesn't work that way, but for a lot of women, it does make you focus on your diet because if I'm putting this work in the gym, I don't want to negate all of my hard work by saying, like, screw it to my diet, (laughs) not getting in my protein. Also, like you're going to be more hungry when you exercise. So, you do have to be really specific about your food choices, too. So, it sounds like that exercise piece for you just really helped kickstart this journey for you. And with exercise this time around, you obviously made sure like your budget was aligned with the more exercise. So, it
1: just made everything better for you. I love that. Yeah. And like I said, I started working out in the mornings before I went to work, and it just felt like such an easy win to start my day. And just like a little reminder of here I am showing up for myself, just doing that first thing in the morning and then be able to carry that on and carry that energy throughout my day really helped me. I
0: love that. I'm going back to when you were watching the videos in the program and you were like, I keep watching the videos and nothing's clicking. What's going on? And then now hindsight's 2020. you have this different mindset, different energy, you know, you're in a different place. Is there anything that you can look back on? Okay, you know, I can give you an example. For some clients, they're like, this calorie budget, like you're just focusing on the calorie budget. And then a year later, they might watch the same piece of content and they're able to absorb, okay, Lauren's saying calories matter, but what you eat also matters. Like they're able to really interpret that. Was there any moments like that that you can look back on to be like, okay, at the time, this is what I thought about what you were saying. But now with this new mindset, I'm like, uh, I get it.
1: Yeah, I think just realizing that not all calories are built the same. We always hear calorie deficit, calorie deficit, calorie deficit. So at first, just hitting that calorie number was a huge win for me. But now, even just from my journey from March until now, looking back and thinking, okay, yeah, I was hitting my calorie numbers for the day, but it might have been a few protein shakes to hit my protein goals and chips as a snack to tide me over. But now really focusing on more of a balanced plate and just eating more whole foods and all of that really started to click a few months in where I realized, okay, yeah, I'm working on half my plate veggies now and eating all these vegetables. I was like, wow, this makes me feel fuller. This just makes me feel better. I don't feel sluggish. So just at first thinking, oh, well, calories are the only thing that matters. But no, it's a little bit more than that. And making sure you have this balance plate and making sure you're getting the right nutrients through food I think that's one of the things that I've really changed my mindset on and really has clicked for me.
0: Yes, calories are important. And yes, it's like the core thing. But there's all these other things that impact the calories. And I think for you, it sounds like it was one of those things, Emily, where you had to see it to believe it. You had to see it and experience it to be able to actually understand it. And for you to be able to see and experience what it feels like to actually be full and how like, we're not saying chips are bad, but it's like, okay chips versus like cucumbers and hummus for a snack. They could be the same amount of calories, but no way in hell they are the same types of food. They provide different things for our body. So I love that. All right, ladies, if you haven't heard the news, this is your last chance to lock in your hot and healthy membership before our prices go up in 2024. Mark your calendar because on January 4th, this will be the last day to lock in our current pricing ahead of the really exciting updates and features we are adding to the program. If you are a current member of the program, do not worry, you will be locked into your current pricing. If you're on the fence and you have been wanting to join us to achieve your goals, especially in 2024, this is definitely the time to join because this is the lowest price the program will ever be again. Head to the show notes or the nutritionist.com backslash membership to join the program and get going towards your weight loss goals before January 4th. Now back to the episode. When you think back to when you started to see progress, when you finally started to see that scale begin to move, what was going through your mind, girl? I'm sure you were like, shook. That's what I'm believing.
1: Yes, I was so amped up. I was so excited. It was so funny. I would call my mom. I'd say, hey, guess how much I weigh? And she, bless her heart, I put her through so much. But she would always very delicately tiptoe around the subject. She never wanted to play that game because, you know, you can't guess too low or too high. Yeah, you were really setting your mom up for failure. Your mom (laughs) was set up for fucking failure. Oh, yeah. And she's going to listen to this and just laugh. I know it, but it was just so exciting and such a good feeling to not only be losing weight, but knowing I was doing it in a healthy way. So I'm sure as many of your clients, I was a former Weight Watchers girl. I came from that. And of course, you know, you lose the weight for a little bit and then you gain it back. So knowing this time that I was doing, like I said, doing it in a healthy way and doing it to where it just made sense and it was easy and it wasn't. Trying to figure out how to game the system and say, you know what, I'm gonna just eat as little as possible. So on the weekend, I can just go out and binge, but eating consistently throughout the week and then still being able to fit in those treats on the weekend, just such an amazing feeling. So cool. And the
0: fact that you just said game the system or like beat the system, I'm obsessed that you just said that. That is something that I feel like comes up so much. Like we try to cheat the system when we believe there's like, or maybe we might not like even consciously believe, but we don't even realize that we're trying to like hack our way out of the hard work, but you can't hack your way out of the hard work in anything in life or eventually does bite you in the ass. I will say that. For you, what were some of those ways that you tried to like cheat the system before? And maybe that even wasn't like through your first experience in the membership, but even on like things like Weight Watchers, like what were some of those ways that you try to like hack yourself out of the hard work that honestly dieting i think teaches us
1: yeah so really when i think about like gaming the system it was definitely with weight watchers of course you have like a certain amount of points per day but then they would roll over and then you would oh they roll over
0: you're teaching an old dog new tricks so that's uh i didn't know that yeah
1: so you would get your rollovers and then fit, like pretty much like bank points throughout the week and i was doing weight watchers when i was in college and with my friends, of course, we made a whole little group thing and we would actually like have competitions to see who could eat the lowest number of points or have zero point days. But then on the weekends, we would just turn around and go and drink all the alcohol and get the fast food my afterwards. Goodness.
0: I am sitting here. That friend group, y'all had the best intentions of getting healthier together. being fit. I'm like thinking of me and my sorority sisters back in college, but you add a little fire to the flame. And something that can have such a good intention can also turn into something like looking back. I'm sure you're like, that was definitely not healthy to be doing let's let's have a competition for zero point days. And then let's like binge drink and binge eat pizza on the weekend. Like in what world do we think that's healthy? And I'm saying this as someone that I used to do the exact same thing. So I I get
1: it. Yeah. So gaming the system, it really came when the system was set up to have those loopholes in it. But I feel like with calorie tracking, it's I mean, I'm sure someone could figure out the loopholes, but it's a little more straightforward. And, you know, okay, this is this number of calories, and this is how many you have. So just making sure that you're using your calories wisely throughout the day and eating in a way that makes you feel good and not eating in a way just to see the scale move, honestly.
0: When you say not just eating in a way to see the scale move, but to feel good, that reminds me of something I sometimes talk about on social media, which is not just trying to eat a certain way just to see the scale go down tomorrow or you're unhappy with the scale today. Oh, we got to compensate. We got to do this. We got to do that to like make ourselves feel better. Was that a mindset that you had before? And even like in that first round inside of the membership where you, you know, ended up quitting and you ended up giving up on it. Was that something that you kind of struggled with before where you were trying to like change the scale for tomorrow instead of change it for like a year down the line
1: now, this Black Friday, you're 20 pounds down? Yes. Yeah. That's definitely something I struggled with. And I think it was just knowing, okay, this was a bad day, so I have to compensate tomorrow. And that was really a hard struggle for me to overcome when I decided, you know what, we're going to do this the right way.
0: I love that. And the right way and the not restricted way, the right way and the not restricted way. Full circle moment. You ended up, quote unquote, quitting. We're going to go there, right? We can say the word quitting, right? Because you you said it before me. We ended up quitting because we didn't want to feel restricted. The one thing we haven't talked about is, okay, you're doing it now you obviously have to give up some things, right? I always say you can have it all, but you can't have it all at once. And sometimes with the Christmas holidays or really any time of year, we can feel like we don't want to give up anything, which obviously there's this rational part of weight loss. Like you do have to have some give and take, some push and pull. But of course, you know, I know damn well, Emily, you've been able to lose this weight because you haven't been restricted or felt restricted, put it that way. So how have you been able to not just lose this weight the right way, And like, see the progress over time, but to do
1: it in a way that hasn't felt restricted. What shifted for you this time? Really, planning ahead has been a huge help and knowing, okay, this is what my week looks like. This is where I can cook at home. This is where I can go ahead and meal prep for a meal ahead. And this is when I'm going to go out and enjoy time with my friends. And, you know, maybe it's a week where I've had a lot going on. So I am going to say, okay, let's check the menu ahead of time, go ahead and plan out and make sure that. I know what I'm going to get. Or maybe it's a week where nothing's really been going on. So it's okay to choose something a little more indulgent on the menu because that's really the only thing that I've done that week. But just planning ahead has been a huge help. And also when I am out with my friends, not thinking, okay, I can't have this because I'm trying to lose weight, but knowing, okay, if I have this, that's going to make me feel better. Or if I have this, that's going to make me feel a certain way. So really just bringing it back to how I'm eating to fuel my body and how I'm eating to really feel the next day. And sometimes, you know, that cheeseburger and fries and a couple drinks with friends are so worth it because I want to enjoy the moment and have that meal at that moment. But sometimes it's, you know what? A salad's going to be what feels good to me right now. So really just trying to tune into my body while also like planning ahead and knowing what I have going on.
0: You know what? We need to make this a tagline for you. You went from restriction to reframes. You are a master at reframes and I don't even think you realize it. You said something just so profound and I'm going to butcher it. You guys can just go back and let's do it again. But you were like, I went from I can't have this because I'm trying to lose weight to the total reframe of what is going to make me feel my best. It's not about what you can't have. It's about what do you need? And intertwined into all of that was never, I can't have a burger because I'm trying to lose weight. It's what do I also want in the moment? I feel like a lot of women, and this is something I'm very passionate about, when people are like, I'm bored dieting, nothing's fun. I'm like, okay, pretend you're not losing weight. What would you want to eat? There's so many options. When I say so many options, what I mean is say you said like chicken tenders and fries. Okay. Okay. We could go to Chick-fil-A. Maybe you're making the fries at home. You could do the full meal at Chick-fil-A. You could make breaded chicken at home. You could buy breaded chicken patties instead of making it from scratch with like Pinko. There's so many different levels of how you could satisfy the craving of what you actually want in the moment. And I feel like sometimes with dieting, you feel like, okay, if I'm dieting, I have to choose a salad and grilled chicken. That's the only shit I can eat. But you actually have a choice. You just have to think. You have to like use your brain and allow the plan to come together. I love that reframe. I don't even know if you realize that, but I'm like, chef's kiss, that's so good. Everyone needs that mindset. You know, something I ask a lot of clients when they struggle with mindset is the question, what had to change for this to change? And so I wanna ask you that question. What had to change for this to change? And I'm not just talking about habits. I'm specifically talking about your mindset, especially because you did open up and share like in that moment, like any woman, you get jealous when you see other people seeing success. They just must be different than me. So what
1: had to change for you in terms of your mindset for all of this to change? I think really just focusing on where I'm at and focusing on me and my journey. And like you said, other women sharing their stories can be so... Motivating, but at the same time, if you're not getting that result, it's almost can make you feel worse about yourself and worse in your journey because you're not on the same page as them. But just within the first month or so, I would say was really just focusing, okay, where am I at? Where am I wanting to put my energy and my efforts? And keeping that, you know, this is about me. This is not about anyone else, but making sure that I'm doing this for me and I'm doing this to feel my best. And Taking that approach and not, you know, I'm trying to lose weight for this or lose weight for anything else, but just for me and making myself feel good. So once I finally, I think, took on that approach is when everything just changed and started clicking for me.
0: Yeah. What I'm hearing is you got selfish in the best way possible. I love using that word selfish because I think people feel like that's like a dirty word. You shouldn't be selfish. You should be giving and caring and altruistic. But I actually think when it comes to your health and like your mental health, your physical health, your weight, your, you know, everything about our bodies, you do need to be selfish. Like this is about you, Emily. And for every person, insert your name into that statement. It is about you. And it's great to see motivation from other people, whether it's a progress photo, listening to an episode like this, like, you know, there is going to be someone listening to this that is hearing Emily's down 20 pounds, but they're that version of Emily that was a year ago that struggled with you know, seeing other people succeed, but it not clicking for them. So on that note, what would you say to yourself a year
1: ago that at the time, like she really needed to hear that message? What would you say to her? Just say it's okay to give yourself a little grace. If you are very overwhelmed in the moment, it's okay to take a step back and understand you are not on any sort of timeline to do this, or at least I wasn't. And I think in the moment I thought, oh, well, I've got to look good for family Christmas and all the holiday pictures and everything. And so I put a lot of pressure on myself when in reality, the only person putting that pressure on me was me. So just giving yourself a little grace can go such a long way. And understanding that you have to be in the right place to start this when you are ready and figuring out when that time is for you and when that time's right for you and Now, I'm so glad that I did and I didn't just try to force myself into, okay, I have to follow all of these rules and do all of these things because one, I would have made myself miserable just trying to hit these things and not really understand why I'm doing it. But two, also potentially missing out on a lot of fun, like family moments or just a lot of fun moments around the holidays. Like I said, at the time, it definitely wasn't for me because I just didn't understand what I was doing. And I wasn't really willing to put in all the work and the effort that it took. But I'm so thankful that I did give myself a little bit of grace and just got through the holidays and really enjoyed them and then decided, okay, this is what's right for me. For anyone out there that's trying to figure out if now is
0: the right time to start, because we're kind of balancing two things where I'm a believer, like, it doesn't have to be this big magical moment. I always say like Monday morning, January first, which I believe is on a Monday this year, guys. <laughs> like everyone's like, that's the day we're gonna start all this. And you know, I joked with a client yesterday. We always set this day. That's like, it always tends to be like two or three weeks away, or like a month away. Like that's when we're gonna start, right? But I'm like, to change your life, it actually isn't like one's one moment. It's the culmination of little choices in the moment, and you know even during the holidays, even during the summer, fall, spring, even just choosing your next meal, like that can be, you know, a decision that can guide you in the right direction. And it doesn't have to be like this massive commitment to your weight loss journey. But there is a big power in like it being the aligned time. And I'm a big believer just like you and I, in your living proof of this, Emily, like the timing does have to be right. But I also think you can learn from times where you have failed things before where honestly, I you know when clients come in as a blank slate, like that's great, right? We get to mold you into like this this person that's losing weight the right way. But I actually think doing past diets as someone like myself who's failed them and you know struggled with them or did them too well and got disordered eating, it actually teaches you so much about what you value on your weight loss journey too. And so I just think, I mean, I'm totally putting words in your mouth, Emily, but I'm just really sensing that failing was actually a blessing in disguise because it showed you, okay, my values for weight loss is I didn't wanna be restricted. I didn't want to feel like I had to give up my social life. I didn't want to go, you know, a year later, think about now this Christmas time. Like, I didn't want to feel like even after losing this 20 pounds that I can't ever have a Christmas cookie, right? Like, I I just, I'm such a believer, like, everyone doesn't like to talk about failures, but I'm like, failures are what give us character, help us understand and, and make the results so much sweeter. I don't know if that resonates at all with you, but that's how I always view failure.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I think, like you said, if I hadn't failed the first time, I don't know if I would have put as much effort or really patience into it the second time and knowing, you know, if it's my first time going through and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But now the second time, I already know what failure looks like, but I don't know what success looks like. So I want to figure that out for myself.
0: You're mastering the reframe right here. You know, because so often, I mean, women will fail and they only know what failure feels like, so they focus on the failure. But you actually do something so beautiful, Emily. You're like, I know what failure feels like. I'm not fucking interested in that. I want to know what success feels like. I want to know what it feels like to be 10, 20 pounds down on the scale. And I didn't ask you, when you set off on this weight loss journey, did you even have a goal weight in the first place? Or were you just like, no, I want to start losing weight. (laughs) What was your goals?
1: Yeah, I kind of had a number in mind, just came out of nowhere. Honestly, it's always the number that I've thought, you know what, that's my goal weight, quote unquote. And it was never a number that I've achieved before. But I had that in the back of my mind. But at the same time, it was more so let's just take this day by day and see where it happens. And of course, changes on the scale were so exciting when they the scale did start moving. And I actually never hit that number. I think I'm like two or three pounds above it. But that just, it doesn't bother me. I
0: mean, I love that for you though.
1: Yes, I got so close, but it doesn't bother me anymore because I know that was just a number that I made up arbitrarily in my mind and I thought that's where I had to be. But I've realized along the journey that there's so much more that goes in than just a number on the scale. You heard it here first. You're gonna set a goal, weight, and you're probably
0: not gonna achieve it, but that actually is the point. (laughs) Like, that's the point because you're going to realize, wow, I feel really good at this weight, especially like two pounds on the scale. You could lose two pounds by going to the bathroom, getting a little food poisoning. Don't do that, guys. I'm not endorsing that. You could lose two pounds doing stupid shit, but is that actually going to make you happy? No. It's about how you feel in your body. Okay. Final question for you, Emily. For women out there that are super focused on the scale and super discouraged right now, what would you say to them knowing what you know
1: as someone who's lost 20 pounds? I would say just stay consistent. At one point, I remember on my weight loss journey that I was stuck at a certain number for over a week. And it wasn't just around the same number. It was the exact same to the decimal. And I thought, is my scale broken? Like I was not seeing any fluctuation. And I honestly started to get a little bit discouraged. And I was like, oh, this is so frustrating. Like what do I need to do to make the darn scale move? But honestly, I just kept staying with it and kept staying consistent. And eventually the scale did move. So really just staying consistent would be my best advice right now. Like if you are feeling a little bit discouraged with what you're seeing on the scale, just know that this process is backed by science and that there's no way that you're not going to lose weight if you are doing all the advice that Lauren has been giving us. She knows what she's talking about. She's gotten me 20 pounds down. Definitely would not be here if I hadn't just stumbled across her Instagram page. So just keep with it. It can be frustrating at times. And sure, I mean, I definitely felt restricted some days. And I thought, you know, I wish I could have this cookie, but I can't make it fit. But then at the same time, on the days where I did have the cookie, it wasn't the end of the world. It did not stop me from continuing to lose weight I would just say, keep with it and just stick with the basics because that's really what's going to push you through to the end.
0: I love that. And I lied. I have one more question for you. I just thought of something that I think will really help some women out there. Now, of course, there's women that you see when you were in the program that literally will sign up. They will immediately see progress and they will you'll look at like if I if envision like a highway, it's like you're going in the slow lane. And you just see like this car speed by and then you're looking like, what the hell? How are they going so fast and how are they losing weight? But then there's situations a year ago you experienced where you aren't losing the weight and you're seeing all these people like fly by you and you're like, you know, gosh, what's going on? So for anyone, I mean, dare I say in TSN, part of this community not seeing that progress right now, what would you say is maybe one or two things that you've done since you've made the changes that you've done that you think could benefit someone who is honestly just really struggling to have this all
1: click like you did a year ago? Honestly, well, number one, just put them out of your mind. It's okay to be happy for them, but that's the only thought you should have. You should not be comparing yourself. You should not think, why am I not going as fast as them? Because your journey is so much different than theirs. And I think everyone probably inside of the membership from what it sounds like, or especially with your 90 Day Fit Babes coaching calls, like when I've listened to podcasts of some of the group coaching calls that you've had, just hearing everyone's experience, it's going to be so different from yours, no matter if you're in the same program, or if you're doing something completely different, like you're going to have a different experience than anyone else in the world. So just really continue to focus on yourself. And it's okay, celebrate other people's wins, because they're going to celebrate yours as well. But Other than that, don't put much thought into it and just really continue to focus on what you're doing and focus on your results. Mic drop. Thank you so much for being on the show, Emily. Yes, thank you, Lauren. This was so much fun. Hey,
0: girlfriend. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about eating right for fat loss and never gaining weight back, I'll be continuing this party on Instagram where you can find me at sorority.nutritionist posting inspiration every single day. Also, if you're wondering where to get started on your journey, be sure to head to the sorority nutritionist.com backslash quiz to take my free quiz that will tell you why you aren't losing weight and what you can begin to do about it so you can see progress faster. You can also find any other links and resources mentioned in the show at the sorority under free resources. I hope you have such a beautiful day and I will see you next time, girlfriend.